Follow Sean on social media at Sean B. Planet. His podcast audio is on the Sean B. Planet channel on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. His videos are on YouTube and BitChute. Live streams on DLive and Twitch. Blogs, links, and other stuff can be found at SeanBplanet.com. You're a bunch of stuff in here, man. Oh, I like it. Hey, portable. Portable ministry. That's that that and like when people come to cut off my penis and make me a communist, <laughs> like I'll have a place to stay. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can avoid the like, gulags. You can they'll never yeah, exactly. catch you in yeah. I'll be in Montana like surviving off the land and everyone else will just be like not having a penis and like worshiping Putin and Yeah, so yeah. You right. can take my freedom, but you can never take my penis. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> awesome. Right on. Well, uh, I want to start off by just uh, asking you if you could just, with, to my fans, to my followers, to the people of the world, can you share your uh, testimony with them? I mean, how many followers? Not that that matters. I was just wondering, like, the people of the world is a pretty bold statement. People um, of the world, now and forever. They're watching here live with us, or they're watching yeah. six years from now on the replay. Um, I hope so. It's usually um, my numbers right now, if you calculate everything, all the websites, all the video, all the podcast yeah. clicks and views, it's like each episode's like four to six hundred, four to seven hundred people. Oh, that's nice. Well, hi, four to seven hundred people <laughs> in your future, or how many ever on right now? Um, I'm glad you tuned in. Yeah. Uh, yeah so my testimony. Um, my name's Trey Bonds. Um, I am from. I guess I could do the longer version, or the I'll do. I'll shoot for the middle. Yeah. Um, I grew up in. I was born in Scottsdale, Arizona, to. Um, Bobby and Tracy Bonds at the time of Tracy Bonds. Uh, we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, I have an older brother, Braxton. And yeah, so basically when I was seven, I moved to Tennessee. And, you know, in the South, everyone's a Christian. So uh, I always grew up knowing who Jesus was, um, like having a head knowledge of him. And I got baptized um, when I was eight years old. And then, you know, you women get attractive. Uh, <laughs> so, and then you want to do like in puberty, your head is like, oh, you know, like I kind of want to do bad stuff all of a sudden. So, um, you know, my mom's trying to raise me. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was like right before I moved to Tennessee. So I had to open up the thing so I don't suffocate in here. If you hear a carbon monoxide detector, just... Uh, <laughs> you got a canary in there to keep... Yeah, it really is. Um, plus, I don't think it's smart. Canary in the pickup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, grew up in the South. Uh, always always thought I was a Christian, I, I guess. Yeah, like, I always had a head knowledge, like, thinking I was a Christian. And, like, I knew Jesus. And when I died, I was going to heaven. And... Um, went to a Christian high school, a private Christian high school, where we got drunk like almost every weekend. <laughs> and we were 
driving around. We were, you know, doing a lot of drunk driving and and doing a lot of dumb stuff. And <laughs> yeah. like, it was so stupid. As one and does I in these modern times. Yeah, I could have done like. There's, I guarantee you there's kids at that school who, if they were to watch this, they'd be like, you're what? You're dr- only drunk driving? Like, you're not crossfaded or anything? <laughs> right? yeah. Like, those kids at that school now are like, I hear horror stories, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. They need they need, they need, need to go to black church. Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I, I, we were doing bad stuff this whole time. I thought I was a Christian. I ended up joining the Marine Corps. Uh, went to boot camp, went to church and boot camp. This, I mean, this whole time I had this faux belief that I had this, this, this relationship with, with Jesus Christ. And, um, yeah, I, I ended up doing, I mean, just, uh, if anyone was in the military, they know, like Sean, you know, like Marines drink, they party, they beat people up. Like they, they fornicate, they do, they do a whole bunch of just, I mean, like, they're just not, they're not the Like normal people aren't good. And Marines are like worse than that. Like they're like they're not like they might be fun to watch, but they're not fun to be a part of uh, if you're trying to live a holy life. And uh, so, yeah, I my best friend Sean Lindsay, uh, we were both Marines. The day before we got out, we got really really drunk, and I I, I guess I said to him, uh, I never want to see your blanking face ever again. Uh, <laughs> Like, I'll never talk to you. I don't remember any of that. I do remember not talking to him for like four months after I got out of the Marine Corps, like three or four months. And so I get out of the Marine Corps during COVID and I'm partying like occasionally, you know, like everything's shut down and people are burning the city down and stuff like that. <laughs> that was awesome. People are so fun. Um, and, you know, I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to keep up the normal stuff like i'm just drinking like trying to get a job like i'm partying i'm basically an american like i'm just i'm just going out wasting my money on nicotine and and porn and <laughs> not that anyone spends money on that but um, <laughs> yeah you're you're the one guy in america spending yeah money i'm the on one porn. guy that kept, like, <laughs> like like keep paying like um but yeah i, I mean like i was just doing i was doing everything and i still thought i was a christian like that was the funny part like like i i could have sworn to you like i probably would have yelled at anyone who would have confronted me and said like bro you're not saved but um it was actually funny like i just felt this urge to call sean not this sean my other friend sean Lindsay, um and i don't know why i just hadn't talked to him in a while so i was like called him up i'm like hey sean like what's going on and you know he tells me he's like i was just in my closet praying and i was like Oh, really? I was like, okay, cool. So he's a Christian. I'm a Christian too. And, you know, he really in like the most not subtle way was like, yeah, you're not a Christian. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I didn't get defensive. I just listened. Um, yeah. And I told him how I was scared to like change. Like I was scared to be a Christian because I thought my identity was like in my my crude humor and like my my sinning and like if I'm not the guy who's hooking up with girls or if I'm not the guy that's drinking or if I'm not the guy who's like partying like like who am I like I, I don't want to be these nerds like I don't want to be these Christian <laughs> nerds that aren't doing anything and I mean he really just basically sat me down I was like yeah man like you're like 
all it takes is that like and you're done and none of that would have mattered and you'll spend an eternity thinking man i wish i could have been one of those nerds like i wish i i could have been true about my faith and had a relationship with jesus and uh i felt such a peace in that moment um like it was somebody else's like it wasn't mine like it was um like it was like it felt like if someone took another human beings like what they experienced peace like and they had put it in my body because i know what my i had known what my peace is like like i knew oh this is what it's like when you're at peace and it felt nothing like that like it felt like something foreign and you know uh, lindsey sean lindsey being um as patient as he is he's more patient than me he's he really is good at discipling or um coming full circle i just try and share the gospel like oh if you don't like it not my problem like i'm here i'm shotgun blasting versus moving yeah. on. <laughs> so your, your your approach is more like a baseball bat to the face yeah, yeah like boom all right you take it you deal with that for like three weeks and then you come back and tell me how it felt <laughs> yeah he's really patient with me and we stayed on the phone for like three four hours and he, we just started reading matthew and just taking me through it and I just didn't stop. Um, and then when we got off the phone, I, I, you know, I, I, I got on my face and I, I just told Jesus, I was like, I'm so sorry that I lied to you. Like I lied, like I just lied my whole life. I'm sorry that I did all this, that I pretended like I knew you, that I, I knew of what you had to offer. And I just, chose not to do it <laughs> yeah um and that i asked him to forgive me like and um like i knew i knew i knew everything that that bible said was true like in that moment i go okay this this is it like i know that everything that this book says is true like i i don't care what you tell me like i'm one of those the earth is six seven thousand years old christians like i'm so convinced that the bible is true like, like yeah. every word in it is true. There's not one flawless thing. And uh, I called the girl I was dating at that time. And I told her like, Hey, all the, all the naughty, all the, all the bad stuff. Like, I don't do that anymore. Keep in mind, she's not a Christian um, at all. So this is like, what are you talking about? And um, yeah, so uh, broke up with her, obviously. But in that moment, yeah, it was, that was, that was funny. And actually, Sean ended up telling me that before, like five minutes before we got on the phone, he had been praying that the Lord would send someone for him to share the gospel with and that they would receive it. And uh, I'm very thankful. Like, Sean, like, he was like my best friend in the Marine Corps, but he's like this, he was like this racist redneck, like, wore like a out like a alabama like confederate flag belt buckle and like i'm black and we we're like best friends and like he used to aggressively use the n-word like like but not like a hard r like he was like from louisiana and hung out with like thugs but like i guess it was it was funny i didn't care but like he like he like used it more than i did <laughs> so um but we became best friends just because I don't know. He's, he's, he was a funny kid. Um, and then when we fought, we just didn't talk, but yeah, the Lord used that to come full circle is he's the one who, he was the mouthpiece that, that brought me the, the true gospel. The one that, that actually brings you to repentance, not, uh, 
this fake high five, you're all fine, you're going to go to heaven when you die, <laughs> uh, yeah. gospel that we have in America that is just yeah. like literally raping the church. Like it's not like it's like it's bad. Like it's so bad. Like it's not even funny. Like it's terrible. So that is my testimony. Um, and yeah, I've been, uh, I, I, I don't ever want to turn back even if it gets, you know, it got, it was hard there for the first, I mean, it still is. Um, but I don't care. <laughs> like every day I'd, I'd rather like, honestly, it could get, I don't, I don't ever think it could ever get so bad that I would be like, Hey God, I kind of want out of this. Like, I think like, man, my life was easier when I didn't know my depravity and I didn't know like how sinful I was. And I didn't know what sin was. Um, yeah. It was easier, like it was an easier head knowledge. And like when I now that I have my fiance, like the struggle to remain pure is like so unreal. Like I've never like I've never like and it was easier when I just didn't know. Like it was like, you know, like you had that ignorance of like, I don't feel like I'm I wasn't getting grieved by the like the Holy Spirit was I couldn't feel myself grieving the Holy Spirit. And uh, you know, it hurts to to grieve God, but I'd still rather I'd still rather go through life having all the bads of Christian, not that there's any bads, but the human caused bads of Christianity where you give yourself condemnation and stuff like that. I'd rather have that. Yeah. That's our bad. God didn't give us that. We, we <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd rather have all of that and like, just live in this, like, woe is me. I'm a sinner, like lifestyle. Like I'd rather have the worst of the worst than like, ever go back and i say that from like a first world country like drinking coffee and like <laughs> in your ministry mobile yeah my ministry mobile <laughs> yeah that's my testimony so yeah, yeah. love that thank you <laughs> i love that yeah i always think um you're one of the few people that always comes to mind when i see those memes that are like you know it's like a meme of a guy like Jesus, stop giving me your toughest battles. And then Jesus is like, but you're my best soldier, you know? <laughs> that <are laughs> like, like, literally, that you were like, a soldier, and you're just, like, on fire for the Lord. Like, just, yeah. you know. That or, that or he says, he says, stop giving me uh, your, your your toughest battles. He's like, I just want you to forgive that person. Like, yeah. what's the part about that? Like, <laughs> I'm literally just asking you to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, like, normal time. Like, like, stop being idle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I don't I don't know where the zeal came from. Um, it's God. Like, a lot of people, like, yeah. I'm very under the assumption that whatever, si like, whatever kind of walk you're on, that's God's doing. It's, you know, Paul said, Paul said, um, uh, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Um, and then he goes on to say a bunch of other stuff that I can't really explain, but the premise is like, it really got me thinking like, this isn't my, like, this isn't me. Like, I'm not this person. This is the Holy Spirit in me who's made me this person, um, and made me have the zeal for God, um, that you know, I wish I had more, like, I really look down on, like, I, I don't think I have that much zeal. Um, I just, I get mad, like, uh, I get mad a lot when I think about, like, how far, um, not at people, but at, like, the situation of, like, 
the church of America and like how we worship the Lord. And, and, you know, I know that that's not of myself. Like that's, that's God. So like, you know, that's just an encouraging thing to tell other people that like, Hey man, if you want your walk to be better, God does too. So <laughs> ask him, like ask him, like, don't, don't try and do it yourself. Cause you didn't get yourself here. So he's, he's the one who can give you the zeal. He's the one who can give you the wisdom and the knowledge to, to uh, have the discipline uh, in your walk and, and be on fire for the Lord. Not, not yourself. It's not something you can muster up yourself. Uh, Cause I, I became a Christian like a year and a little over a year ago. So um, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't know that if you like, if someone just met you right now and like had like biblical conversations with you, they would probably find that hard to believe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, I've gotten that a lot. Um, yeah. It's, no. it's, I, I don't know what the purpose of the Lord has for me, but uh, I want to, I want to get married <laughs> and accomplish it. Like in like preferably in that order. Cause I think once you finish your purpose for the Lord, he calls you home. Cause you know, he want like, I think that's the only reason people are alive. Christians are alive is cause uh, you're here to fulfill God's purpose. And as soon as you're done with that, he calls you home. Cause he gets to hang out with his, his friends. Like, he's only has you here to do your job. And once that's over, he's going to hang out with his buddy. So. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And like your brother, we need Christian babies. So you got to get on that. Listen, <laughs> hurry up and get to making some Christian babies. Yeah. I, I, if, as soon as my job lets me go remote and I can move to Montana and uh, get like uh, yeah, start farmstead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Aquaponics, get some goats. <laughs> two years yeah. off their milk, you can you can survive solely off the goat of a milk for two years. Yeah, yeah. Get Before a, little, you get a fish farm, you know. Yeah. Grow, grow some tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. One Man. thing I don't think you'd be able to live without though is that Taco Bell breakfast. Dude, those I doubt things, they have that in Montana. Wow, bro, I've, I've had that since we worked at JP, bro. <laughs> How is that I tell, possible? <laughs> did I tell you Greg called me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. It was so weird. Yeah, for the viewers at home, um, we went through hell this summer uh, working for a psychopath. But I honestly yeah, think, I mean, I think it was just, I mean, it was definitely part of God's plan. But I think it was for the betterment of both of us, right? Oh yeah, I think for everyone sure. was there was supposed to be there for some kind of reason, you know, to learn learn what not to do. Yeah, <laughs> to I bond through the trauma. To... <laughs> I believe I learned because I had my headphones in and I was just listening to sermons like all day yeah. and like listening to to worship music and you know that was some of my toughest battles was at that job. Like that was some of my lowest lows. Like that was when I was struggling with like. Uh, bipolar like depression like i think it runs in my family but now i can like i manage the symptoms more so i know if i'm getting a little bit more angry i can like talk to someone about it and then i don't go through the episode but um you know i've had like four or five episodes in my life where i was like extremely like depressed and like i was you know having some very negative thoughts about myself and that was one of the times was at that job um but that job does help you know working kind of get your head off that kind of stuff um yeah. But yeah, being able to meet you, talk to you about Jesus, talk to uh, Russ, which we actually need to reach out to, and hopefully he's not working there anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait, guys, work for Jason. <laughs> I don't like that at yeah. all. Um, yeah. And you know, some of these guys, like you know, to learn, like okay, there there are people 
who will boldly call themselves like i thought i was bold calling myself a christian and just being a young dumb kid like every american like like but this dude i mean had no fruit like none <laughs> called, called woman yeah. a fat c word out the out the drive for just waiting for food like i was like i was like thank goodness you don't have a jesus loves you bumper sticker on the back of your car because <laughs> that's really not representing the kingdom well but i think we planted some seeds with some of the workers there got to talk about jesus yeah. with, with some of the people that came through and hopefully yeah. they got to see um like our zeal that like you know we got to talk to like how we talk to each other about jesus and um i'm really hoping to let god you know grow that um one day i don't have to see the fruit of my labor um i just hope that there is some <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah as long, i mean it's like throw a rock in the pond and just let the ripples yeah occur. you know it's like you don't need right. to sit there and watch it you just need to know that the ripples are happening yeah yeah well kind of what we we're talking about um what exactly is a christian <laughs> so um, you know jp was not right <laughs> yeah are you asking me yeah what is a christian um a christian uh a christian is actually a slur which means little christ um yeah. is a slur that the romans used to call the the uh the followers of the way um so in order to be a christian you have to have repented and put your trust in jesus christ Jesus Christ was the prophesied Messiah. Uh, he was prophesied in the Old Testament. He matched, uh, what was it, 800 some odd prophecies, <laughs> which like the possibilities are you have the you have a higher chance of winning the lottery like three days in a row, like <laughs> and, and uh, like it's like ten days in a row. You have a, a chance then you have better chance of winning the lottery like ten days in a row than Jesus had of fulfilling every prophecy the old testament had and he did like even the old test even the new testament writers even if they had tried to like remember all the prophecies and like write it they couldn't have done it um so jesus is the prophesied messiah he's the son of god he is the he is the um second he's the second person of the godhead um and uh you know he came um incarnate born of a virgin uh mary and he lived a sinless life, uh, perfect life that we as Christians were supposed to live, um, or we as humans were supposed to live, that we that we couldn't live. He lived the life we couldn't live for us, and uh, he took the wrath of God, the punishment that we deserve for our sins on himself, uh, selflessly giving himself up. He, 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 he gave up his, his, his place. He, I mean, he humbled himself and became a human, and he died uh, a horrible death. Um, and took the wrath of God for us and all who repent and put their faith in that knowledge that he is the son of God and he did die on the cross for your sins you are saved and you're a Christian and you are filled with the Holy Spirit Amen Well that, that kind of leads me to my next question then because um, that's awesome, that's beautiful I agree 100% right <laughs> How can you deny that? If you didn't this podcast would turn weird <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of pointing and yelling. <laughs> yeah. My next question is hot. I got two. I got, I got a couple of, a couple of ones you're going to love to answer. Um, okay. But going off the end of that is water baptism necessary for salvation. It's not necessary for salvation, but it's necessary for obedience. Yeah. 
I, I, like I don't think have we to, are called to do it, but like it's not necessary. Yeah, it's not, for you, you're not, you are not going to go to hell if you don't get baptized. Yeah. Uh, like, like anyone who believes that is so not reading the New yeah. Testament. Like, you're, you're not even reading the part. Hey, you're going to be with me in paradise uh, today. Okay. Yeah. But first, get off that cross. And go yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Who's got about? a bucket of water? Throw it on Who's this man. Throw it on him. Like, uh, like, yeah. like, do they believe? Like, 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 I'm not trying to, I don't want to get mad at anyone who thinks, like, you have to be, because there might be people who are, like, you know, Church of Christ or whatever, like, you know, extreme, like, Baptists, like, old, old school Baptists um, who think you have to. I don't want to get anyone mad, but, like, do they think, like, Jesus, like, like somehow like did a miracle and like submerged him underwater while he was on the cross <laughs> yeah there's never a good answer to the thief on the cross like, I that's don't, always like, the one they really like to ignore when the just to walk around the question yeah. dude just follow your pride and be like man yeah. i lived i believed in something because my parents told me to for so long yeah. like what's wrong with that like yeah. what is wrong with that there's nothing wrong with me like oh you don't have to be baptized to be saved Though you ought to, you ought to get baptized. Yes, yeah. You ought to. It is your. It is the first commandment that you. It's the first <laughs> thing you're supposed to do. It's the sign of the new covenant. It's like a Jew not getting circumcised. It right, just doesn't. Yeah. It's not supposed to happen. So, if you haven't been baptized, Sean, have you been baptized? <laughs> uh, no comment. This is an interview about you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> No, you gotta go get spiritually circumcised and <laughs> give your sign, your, your sign to the to the to the spiritual Gentiles that you you're a Christian. Yeah, my um, I, I'm gonna do a stream on it um, on baptism in January because I think I'm gonna get baptized in January. Yes, so stay that's tuned what for that. Talking about my thing is, you know, I'm not gonna say my testimony. You know it. My stream knows yeah. it. I've said it a lot, but you know, I'm I came to faith and just saved with no church. I mean, I didn't know anyone who was a Christian. This was on my own. That on, yeah. me and me and God, you know, on a journey in my room by myself, no friends, no family, no church, and I was about to move somewhere. God can do that. God called <laughs> me to Tennessee. So the whole journey was like I didn't I was like where do I get baptized? I mean, literally I was like, okay, I guess I have to do this, but where do I do it? So I just never did it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then well, my whole thing was like, well, then when I find a church, I'll just get baptized at that church. Right. And then ever since it's like Corona happened, I've had different churches kind of clearly fail me and just clearly not be the right place. Yeah. So I've just been in this like journey of like trying to find the right church or the right person to baptize me. Um, and so I think maybe I'm thinking, had, I'm thinking you or Todd, maybe in January can, uh, Hey, I'm down hey, in, dude, in the freezing cold in his backyard. We can, uh, my sister-in-law <laughs> is baptized by Joel Osteen. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's here. This is, this is, doesn't matter. The guy who dunks her under the water. It's here. I got under the race. Although she might need to take a second dip. Just yeah. That, yeah. That's an asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> that, that word might be borderline, but I think still it's, it's where your heart is when you get under right. the water. Cause really you can baptize yourself, dunk yourself underwater, say, I repent, put my faith in Jesus Christ, throw your head under, come back up. You're baptized. I don't think someone has to baptize you. I, I think, actually, no, the Bible says it, so do it. If, if the Bible says do it, do it that way. Don't right, try and yeah. reinvent the wheel. But so. <laughs> I love it. Well, are you um are you a KJV only dude or not? Um, 
I think I like I like the I, I mean like I'm not saying thou mayest and like all that kind of stuff um because <laughs> I don't speak like that because I'm from the hood no um <laughs> I'm too gangster um, for that man I'm gangster. um but I I do think like the message like I like I'm not like super legalistic I do think the message shouldn't be really used in 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 church I think it should be used in like uh, like if you want to like go in there and like get more of a feel and like have a little picture in your head of like how the Bible went down and how you know certain stories went down that's fine but you know I NIV ESV is the one I prefer I like ESV although they they really avoid the word slave. Uh, yeah, they really like. Yeah, they they really. Ooh, avoid, that's although, a crucial one. Yeah. Hebrew slavery is like uh, really not not American slavery at all. Right, so, yeah. um, well, that would really and, that would really butcher the Book of Philemon. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> that's like a really crucial word in a lot of Paul's you know yeah, writings. Yeah. Like you're a slave of Christ, it's servant. It kind of conveys the same. I mean. Is it bond like, servant? Is that what they use? Bond yeah, servant. Bond servant. Yeah. Um, NIV is good. Um, I, I I like ESV because it, it has like the strength of like the the like King's James and the New King's James. Because um, I like I like severity in my words, um, and it feels it feels a little bit more like oh like power. Um, uh, the verbiage is a little bit more I would say masculine, and then NIV is a little bit less like it's it's a little softer it's like um it doesn't use i don't i don't know it's it's just a little bit more i don't i i kind of esv esv is what i use i i I don't anyone who says you have to use a specific version of the bible as long as it's not saying jesus was like muhammad or was (laughs) god or has latter-day saints on the side of it you're fine yeah it's a it's a book or whatever the Jehovah's Witnesses use. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I definitely wanted to ask you this because you're you're the expert. But uh, what's I'm not what? <laughs> you're the expert on this. Trust me. I just um, read the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's what's the deal with the Reformed faith? Um. So honestly, I'm 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 kind of new in my understanding of reform theology and meaning that like i didn't know that people were putting like names behind it i think christians are pretty stupid um <laughs> like we're really dumb yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're really dumb yeah. um and we put names stupid for it. jesus i mean dumb are stupid for anybody else like yeah so re- reform theology i think like the answer most people are looking for is you know um cow I hate, I, I'm done saying I'm reformed. I'm done saying I'm Calvinist. I'm done saying I, I, I believe what the Bible says, like the, what, right, the, yeah. what the, the words on the book and you might, whoever might disagree with what the words on the book say, but this is what I think that they're saying because they're saying it and I'm reading it right off the pages. But I mean, we can debate that all day. I'm actually, I don't debate anybody anymore. Like, I truly think the Lord is the only one who can like reveal certain aspects of scripture to you and soften yeah. your heart to believe that stuff. And yeah. I approach it every day. Like, God, if I'm wrong about what I believe, but anyways, reformed theology is like, um, 
it started with um, Martin Luther and then his his apprentice I think was John Calvin right or John Calvin yeah so that's where the Calvinist theology comes from um, you know Martin Luther actually went a little overboard um, <laughs> and almost threw James completely out of the Bible um, where it says uh, you're, you're justified by works yeah he almost he almost threw that whole part he he, he, he didn't think it was divinely written uh yeah. so he went if you didn't know that yeah uh we threw out so, six books out of the bible too oh he did i didn't know that i that's i only a, that's that. a big debate that's like a secondary yeah. <laughs> yeah no um my bible has a few of them in it your use. bible should have all 66 books of the bible in them. i think it's six i think it's 74 or 72 oh you have like the og ones yeah you know so like quote-unquote Lutherans or Protestants or whatever you want. Basically, like, when, when the schism happened, when the Lutheranism thing happened, um, I believe it was six books that were lost. Okay. I can't tell. And well, then the, he, the order of some things got switched around and stuff. Yeah, so, like, Luther kind of, like, made some changes, you know? Yeah, he, I mean, like... For better or for worse. I mean, that's a whole argument, you know? That's like, why you <laughs> just have to trust God. Like, you have no option, man. Yeah. We're so shot out here. Like, we're, we're covered with false teachers, false false prophets like everywhere every inch you go you have to be leaning on god you'll get lost i mean like your friends want you to go out and get drunk and and you know like satan's just going to distract you 24 7 with stuff that doesn't matter and then you can't even go to church and get hear the word anymore so like you if you're not like like literally like i haven't been praying enough lately like i really haven't because i'm so like i know where i'm going when i die but like i i want to max my like eternal rewards, like not in a self selfish way, but like, I don't want to get up there and not have done everything that I could. If now we're getting into muddy water to like all the, all the works that the Lord had given me, like I want to be able to do them. I don't want to be like, have a fear of man. And like, so whatever you believe in, like, like I dude, ask God, is this wrong? Like, is this wrong? I need you to confirm it in my heart whether this is true or not. But anyways, back to Reformed theology, basically Calvinism, um, you got the five um, points, which I can't even name them, but some of them are um, un- undeniable grace, meaning like if God calls you, there's no saying no. Like that's that's the God of the universe telling you to do something. Like, <laughs> you're going to do it. Um, the most beautiful uh, thing, the most beautiful person beckoning you uh, and calling you calling his own to himself. Uh, he says, all of my sheep, and the scripture to back that is, um, basically, I can't remember, I think it was in John, all my sheep hear my voice and they come to me. Um, like, they are sheep before he calls them. Like, they, so that's where you get that. And then the predestination one is also that verse. Like, um, and then you go into, like, predestination being predestined, uh, being God's sovereign elect. Um meaning God predestined whom he would and would not uh, provide salvation through Jesus Christ um, before the beginning of time. So um, not he foresaw it, but he foreknew, like he predestined us uh, from the beginning of time. Another scripture is that is the all, all uh, my sheep know my voice, meaning they're his sheep before they hear his voice. Um, and then the other one is I have uh sheep not of this fold 
meaning talking about Gentiles, but at the time there was no such thing as a Christian, let alone a Gentile Christian um, and multiple. So even if you're going to say, oh, he was talking about the the Gentiles he talked to. Well, he told his disciples not to go on the Gentiles. And the only Gentile he really talked to was the the centurion and 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 um, the Sumerian woman. So unless he was just talking about those two, I think Jesus was talking about he has sheep future and not of this fold, not Jewish sheep. Um, and he was talking about all of them. And that means he they're his sheep before they hear the gospel. Um, so, and then you have um, perseverance of the saints, meaning like once you're truly, truly like set in stone, you got like the Lord is, you, you've really put your faith in Jesus Christ, that there's nothing that could separate you from the love of God. Um, and then there's a couple other ones, but those are the ones most people have problems with. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I had a good so, a good take that like uh, Genesis Genesis is the best argument for free will, for like whatever you want to call it, anti-Calvinism, and then yeah. the Book of Revelation at the end is the best book that proves it, right? So it's like <laughs> there's a couple, there's a couple. How, you know how could how could the future be predicted? You know what I mean? Like totally laid out and spelled out exactly how it's going to happen. And then yeah. how could there be so much like free will decision making happening in Genesis, you know? Yeah. It it really is like humbling to be like like to read the information and like like read read the Holy Spirit's words through Paul about being predestined and and chosen and elected and and then going, "Okay, but I know I choose stuff, so like God, I don't know how it works." Yeah. Like I, I don't know how it works. Like I know I'm culpable and I have responsibility for my actions and I would have gone to hell if I had I not put my faith in Jesus Christ and I don't know if I had the choice to choose it saying that I, <laughs> I I was always yours like it says I was always yours and um, I don't know that's the thing if anyone says they know why how these things can combine a lot of people like to think like oh you're just not reading it right like that's what I hear about myself that's why I don't like getting the argument I'm like, dude, I'm reading it off the, like literally off the pages of the book. Like, um, yeah. like I, like I can't explain it. I, it says it right. Like I can't explain it further than like look and read and, and tell me that it doesn't say that you're predestined. Like you, you, you're, and that you're never going away. Like no one can take you out that Jesus loses, not one. Like, tell me, tell me how this in, in, in choice or any of that plays in the thing. And then on the vice versa, I couldn't tell you how you're culpable for your actions yet. You know, God predestined who and who would not receive salvation through Jesus Christ. I, I just can't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm a human being. I'm not, I'm sure there's angels up there going like, bro, what? Like, I don't, <laughs> these humans have choice. That's sucks. Like, like <laughs> So, yeah, um, I don't know. And I don't like to get in arguments about it uh, unless it's with like my brother, in which case we can have funny, like yell at each other, joke around fun yeah. arguments. Um, but people who take it too personal, like people can get emotional and and, yeah. and, and it'll affect their walk. I don't want to stumble anyone's walk um, at all with my with with what the Lord's led me through um, and, and I, what I'm still working through. 
So uh, I like to not get in arguments about it. I just let the sly comments come in and be like, oh, I'm like, okay, dude. Like, whatever. Right, yeah. All good. Okay, you can win this argument. Okay. That's, I lose <laughs> oh, okay, you win. <laughs> like, it really is. Like, I catch so many sly comments. Like, um, like, like last, like two weeks, like last time I was at, 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 at um, Bible study or whatever, like I had my head down and pretended like I didn't hear the whole, like, uh, did God make did God make the man blind on purpose? And like, I can't remember who said it, but they're like, "Well, Trey's back, so maybe we can have an argument about that." Like, bro, like I don't need to hear that. Like, I don't like that. It's like comments like that. Like, I don't make that in return. Like, I don't make that back towards other people. Right. Um, so it really is. Uh, it's just you gotta. I think it's a thing that the Lord uses to keep you humble. So, yeah. Sorry, my fiance might have texted me. No. <laughs> no, you're good. That happens a lot. And like, I think our culture is so argumentative and debative. And like, um, I think just in general to our culture is very like, you, you have to agree with me mm -hmm. mindset, you know? And it's like, we can't have one little difference of opinions. Yeah. And then you get canceled or you get censored or you get, you know, unfriended and muted. And, 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 and there's such like decisive yeah. actions over just like a disagreement. A difference yeah. of opinion you know it's like the yeah. extreme actions are now normal for just like something that's like okay dude we just disagree on something it's not that big I, of a deal I actually <laughs> we're, we're still brothers and sisters in christ you know but like okay like you have this theology i have this theology or whatever you know see i get that with the baptism thing a lot everyone comes at me with the you have to be baptized and it's like okay like i haven't been baptized like you know me you've seen me you've heard my testimony like you know my heart do you think i'm going to hell yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. you know I, and then it's like yes <laughs> <laughs> what? and i'm not talking to you anymore <laughs> it's just like no, oh okay just, all right well, cancel me or whatever you know because we just disagree on this one thing yeah and then it's like too it's like well then both of us could be pulling up scripture to defend our arguments or our sides yeah you know and it's like we both can have good points but then at the end of the day like what you're saying it should just be like okay like we just disagree that's fine let's move that's on let's like, go have fun let's go talk about something else let's you know like do something fun together heretical, like I, like it yeah. doesn't matter to me like like we could we could sit here and argue about this or we could go like talk to somebody else about jesus like we could right. sit here yeah, yeah. And, and yell and scream at each other about like if you can if a woman can wear pants like i don't know man. Like, christians are weird and i remember I, I was listening to todd friel on wretched radio uh shout out i should get a free shirt for that if he sees this yeah um, i love Todd. but he said it was called a it's called like a moat in something or um some kind of argument where basically they'll say like um it's like the black lives matter one like like black lives matter and you'd be like yeah of, of course right like of course so you should want to defund the police and you're like wait no and then then then, then they'd be like well then you don't think black lives matter like it's that kind of argument where it's like oh you you should get baptized right and you're like yeah yeah you you should probably get baptized and and then they're like well you you have it though right and you're like yeah okay well you're not a christian what like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't make sense man like like, that's not how it works. So a lot of people will try and get those arguments. I think people want to win. 
I have to crucify that part of my flesh where I want to win arguments. Like I, I'll have theological. I just I got I repented for having a theological argument with my grandmother two two days ago. Like I was like, <laughs> I was saying, dude, what are you doing? Like I was like, why are you are you a Christian, Trey? Like are you really do Christians? Like bait like like have arguments with their grandparents over over silly stuff. So um, yeah, stop arguing with people. There's no point. Like have discourse that's fine but don't get upset when someone doesn't believe what you believe even if it is heretical just stop hanging out with them unless you're going to share the truth with them um or rebuke them in love you know yeah i mean that's like the the anger the rage the hate needs to go needs to just go you know it's like okay we disagree well like do we love each other all right let's try to like work this out and solve this the anger and hate should be at like the lack of worship of God and like the lack of reverence right. and like yeah. the 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 American society and the Christian the the Christian culture we we live in like that's where the anger and hate should be at like we should hate the way Christians live lives here like in America like we should hate the way people who who claim Christ are are fornicating and and practicing and homosexuality and practicing and in drunkenness and idleness and laziness and and practicing all sorts of debauchery like we should hate that we shouldn't hate them we should hate that and that no one is there there's no one like our churches our local churches are scared to talk about it like our like i would put like 500 dollars up against i'm not going to name the church but like some of these churches that really i'd put 500 that they wouldn't talk about homosexuality yeah. or like fornication like i'll put it up that they wouldn't put a sermon about it like they wouldn't do a sermon about it i think i don't think it's good to gamble on a sermon <laughs> but if i was a if i was a sinful gambling christian then uh <laughs> that might be one i would take like I bet money that they would talk about the sin of gambling before they talk about <laughs> the sin of porn and yeah. uh, sexual debauchery. Is, is gambling yeah. even a sin or is that something? <laughs> like, I really think that's one of those made up ones. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of those, those like, don't gamble. You Why? Could, I mean, you could probably say it's like greed or, you know, being. I look at gambling like. Too obsessed with like, material possessions, not spiritual. If Ooh. you go into like a casino, like trying to win money, you've lost. Like, it should yeah. be like an amusement park. Like, and like I'm going in to pay like, you know, twenty dollars on this roulette table just for the ride. Like, for the ride. Like, I'm I'm here to enjoy the ride, and my money's gonna be gone at the end of it. And then if you happen to win money, you know, you won money. Like, that's good. Like, but if you go in with the intentions of winning money, you're done. You're gonna end up like four hundred, five hundred dollars out of pocket. Like, <laughs> yeah. No shot. So. <laughs> yeah i mean that is true i mean i that's a big dispute i guess disagreement i have with most churches in america today is they're not talking about what matters they're not talking about porn they're not talking about drugs they're not talking about homosexuality like transgenderism like all the things that are actually like plaguing people that are like 35 and younger 400 percent increase in transgenderism. not even talked about it and then even you know we're not we don't have to name names but we're kind of a sim. We kind of are participants in a church group that's focused on young adults, you know. Yeah. And it's not just ours. Like I've been to other ones too, and they'll kind of bring it up, you know. They'll like mention porn or something, but it's yeah. never like we need to like talk for thirty minutes about this. We need to yeah. talk about how dangerous it is. 
we need to talk about how we know everyone in this room's doing it or has done yep. it before and it's bad and this is why and you know let's you and know. you need to download this app in your phone right now <laughs> like like if you yeah. don't download this app in your phone like like we're gonna check your history like <laughs> like, yeah. like like it's we're like, holding you accountable it's just not serious it's not these 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 dangers to younger generations these like authentic cultural dangers are oh, not being addressed oh, as seriously you so know many, so it breaks my heart to see like like i know and jesus like jesus knows which help makes helps me not condemn myself right but i know how tempting the world and shiny the world is to yeah. these like these young christians yeah. who who like i don't know if anyone's saved Sean, I don't know if you're saved. Like, I can see the fruit, but at the end of the day, like, you could be capping the whole time. Like, you could just... And then I'll be like, where's Sean? And he's be like, oh, he ain't here. I'll be like, oh, what? No, that's crazy, I thought. But, like, I don't know who's a Christian, right? But I can... Anyone who says it, like, any young person who says it, like, I, I was recently... When I was in Jersey, I was around a lot of young people, and, dude, like, just the way they just way they dress and the way they they carry themselves and what they glorify it, it breaks my heart it like yeah. it hurts like it really it'll make me cry like it, knowing that they'll never find satisfaction in that and like i think it's because the holy spirit lets me know how much more valuable they are than what they're deceived into thinking they have to do for value dude it it like it's so immodest our our culture it re when you see young Christians seduced by America in 2021, it should, I'm not saying you're not a Christian if you don't cry. Like, obviously everyone has their whatever. And I hate when Christians make, but dude, it makes me want to cry. Like it really does. Like I see it and I'm like, guys, you, Satan will take you for a trip if you don't nip this in the bud. Yeah. And, and you'll get involved in sins you never wanted to because you can't play the, you can't play the in the world, out of the world role. Like, are there Christians who live worldly lives sometimes and go in seasons of rebellion? And like, yeah, Charles Spurgeon thought he wasn't a Christian for like, you know, I don't know how long, right? Um, but but when you, you there's no way you do that and you don't come out scarred. Like you don't you don't put your foot in and not get dirty, right? So um, if there's any young person listening, like get out like get out of the world like get as far like i'm not saying you have to listen to straight hymns and 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 dress in and like old people like like clothes <laughs> and burkas and whatever but just your heart has yeah. to not want and know how deceitful your heart is like it's gonna want things of the world and you just have to check it like ah should i really be watching this should i be listening to this uh probably not i know i know like man just like even my even even some of the people i love like they'll be bumping rap and like you know i to my shame i'll still like when i'm in the gym like play some older like edited rap right but i still know like i wouldn't listen to this in front of jesus there's no shot i would listen to this in front of jesus <laughs> That's just one of the things I'm like, Lord, help me stop doing this. Like, help me find some music that's going to get me jacked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's not satanic. So, um, <laughs> yeah. stay away from the world. It's it's really lame. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it too. We were talking about it at work one day of like, 
you know, the epidemic of like Christian girls, maybe quote unquote Christian girls on Instagram, like really it's revealing porn. a lot of skin. <laughs> it's porn. And I Just saw, porn. I actually thought of you the other day because maybe a month ago I, you know, saw this girl on Instagram and she had Ephesians 612. You know, that was, that, on her, she had a she had a freaking uh, it was just her bio her, her bio just said a v, Ephesians six twelve which is like man that is a powerful phrase to send off and that whole phrase is like the whole the whole meaning of that is like reject the physical world we are in a spiritual battle like take it seriously you know what mm -hmm. I mean it really is like it packs a punch I'm like that is the phrase you do if you're just gonna like if your bio is just gonna be one chapter that you want non believers to look up that's a powerful one. Yeah, you know, and then you start scrolling through the profile, and it's, you know, not good, <laughs> not oh. good. You know, and it's like, at one point, it's like, yeah, you might be leading people to Christ with that one verse. You also are probably leading a lot of people away with what you're doing. You know, the life you're actually living, or or leading young men into into immorality. Right. Um, yeah. And that's always, you know, I have to check my heart because, like, it, am I mad at the way this woman's dressed because I don't have control of myself and my eyes? Like, is, is that why I'm mad at the way she's dressed? Um, or am I mad at the way she's dressed because it's sinful? Like, the, the, it really is. And unfortunately, the Bible doesn't tell us, like, if you show this much skin, you're a slut. Uh, it doesn't tell us that. <laughs> Which is, like, it would make everything a lot easier. Um I think where your heart is, Paul Washer said, if, if you, the way you dress, if you dress to show off your body, it is, it is seductive and God hates it. Um, if you dress to show off your face, it, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Right. Um, and so if you're trying to highlight your body or your features, um, you know, like if you're a bodybuilder, I guess, whatever, I mean, still borderline, check your heart and check where your heart is. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's why I can't wait to get married and have a gym inside, so I can just like show off my wife, like like oh look at this, like I'm Jack, son. Um, but, like, I'm um, <laughs> Yeah, you. It it is. It's sad to see modesty. Like it breaks. It really is like. That's like your husband's one day, like, um, and no one else should see that much of you, um, and but. We can't, we can't change people. Like we can't, we can't live other Christians' lives. Like yeah. we can't convict people. We can only pray that their heart gets softened and that they, they look to God for their beauty. But women are stacked against it, man. Like the, the, the you got Cardi B is like a, like a model for young mm. women. It's yeah. all fake. And then they're expected to be like beautiful. Oh, like, that's like, like such a painfully true statement, you know. But, uh. Yeah, so we have to have a measure of grace, especially with young women, about the way they dress, just because, like, dude, like they just want to be accepted and they want to yeah. feel beautiful. But culture is not like you can't be beautiful if you don't dress seductively. Um, and so it really is being patient and being graceful and not going like pointing fingers and being like immodest. Like obviously if I was a pastor and I saw a woman or a young girl come in every, every day for a year dressed like immodestly, like she's wearing rocking Daisy Dukes. That's my least favorite thing to wear to church. Like don't wear those to church, please don't wear Daisy Dukes to church. Uh, and like, you know, like 
immodest clothing for a year, then I might have a conversation with her. But if she's been there for like a couple months, four or five months, you know, pastors just need to talk about it. They just need to talk about it and tell, encourage women how beautiful they are. Um, that's what I like to do with like my future uh, sisters-in-law is just encourage them. Like when I see them like walk downstairs and like sweatpants and stuff and like, you know, like, um, or like when they're wearing like modest clothing to like church, I'm like, oh, you look really beautiful today. Like I just try and encourage that because I, I don't want them dressing all <laughs> inappropriately to try and feel that way. So. We're going to skip two questions and we're at, we'll circle back to them because I wanted to, cause that's a perfect intro to this question. Okay. Are men failing women in these modern times? 100%. Like without a question, like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even need to think about it. It's men's fault. It's, it's weak. It's weak men's fault. It's my yeah. fault that women are the way they are. Yeah. It's my fault. Yeah. It really is. Like you want to abuse, you want to have, you want to, you want to, you want to fornicate, you want to lie to and steal and cheat and, and verbally abuse and hit and not defend and not protect and not love uh, unconditionally. And and then you want to use, you use something long enough, you know, you use a person long enough, they get tired of it. And and then they want to use you. And now we're seeing that with women. They're they're being filthy, like they're gross. Like they, some of them, like especially <laughs> like the non-Christian ones, like they're, they're just the way the culture of women talk is, is that of like a man who's not a Christian, like it's so immodest. So yeah, it's men's fault. Like men don't, it's passivity. Actually, that's, you want to know the number one thing plaguing men since the beginning of the fall of man uh, was, is, is male passivity. Uh, I read that in a book, Mingling of Souls. It's a good uh, premarital book um, and marriage book. Subsequently, uh, me and my fiance are reading it. Uh, we're almost finished, but male passivity, that one sucks. That one's hard guys. Like that one, yeah. that one's a hard cause it's just, a, it's part of our nature. Like it's, we sit back and let people do the wrong thing because we're scared. We have this fear of man. We just, we have it and um, it's sinful and we have to fight it and pray that the Lord breaks it so that we can lovingly tell someone when they're jacked up. Like, <laughs> like, yo, you, you're wrong. But yeah, no, it's men's fault. It's men's fault. We're weak. We're weak. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, and I love that mentality too. And I've started to embrace that as like, it's so easy to say you guys, you know, you, no, I'm, I'm, you I'm passive men out there. It's like, okay, well I gotta, at some point I'm responsible too. Right. Yeah. You know, especially if there's like girls in my like vicinity that I feel like are being failed yeah. or like my bros that are like being real weak and, you know, unrepentance and unforgiving about things. Like, what am I doing about it? Am I just complaining it? Am I just pointing at it and, yeah. you know, highlighting it? Like, what am I doing about it? You know, so I've been yeah. on a mission lately to like really like take accountability for that for myself yeah. and for others. Like and for yeah. others, it's also myself, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, what is a man? Uh, you have a penis. <laughs> um, eh, debatable these days. Though. Uh, uh, <laughs> end of interview. I'll see you later. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is a man? That's. I mean, that's a good question. Um, a man is is 
an image bearer of God. Um, a a son of, of God should he repent and put his trust in Jesus. Um, subsequently, a man who doesn't is uh, a sinner who will not see the grace of God. Um, hopefully they do, but they won't if they don't repent. So, um, yeah, man, you got me in a pickle. I I, I don't know how to describe that. Um, I could give you characteristics, but like, what is a man? Um, other than like a biological definition, I could only give you characteristics of like what men do. And um, yeah, so is that what you want? <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah. Uh, a man is a man honors God. A man fears God. Those are the two first. I think the first. Yeah, those are the two first things that uh, a real man has um, is a fear of the Lord and a desire to honor the Lord uh, truly. Uh, a man, it sounds so cheesy, but I was thinking about it the other day, like in terms of in terms of courage. Like if you want to, if you want to see, if you want to, if you want to go to the Bible and find like a good, like a good strong man to look at for courage, look at Jesus Christ in the garden. <laughs> That's like knowing you're about, you think you, you think, you think like I was a Marine, man. Like I, I'm a, I'm a little girl compared to that. Like I'm lower than a little girl. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a bunny rabbit that runs at the sound of like a a twig popping. Like I'm so cowardice, but if you want to, you want an example of courage, be like Jesus in the garden, knowing full well what you're about to go through and being selfless enough to, to undertake it um, and to not get out of something you easily could have gotten out of. Um, so a man, a man is courageous, uh, protective, graceful, grace giving, uh, not lewd. Um, a man, yeah, protects, protects women and children. Ideally. Um, doesn't mean you're macho. Doesn't mean you're this big tough guy who can fight and cuss and spit and, you know, duke it out. Uh, but like, if someone's getting, if someone's getting a hit, you're the guy who's in your heart. You, you're the one who wants to step in and, and be the one who takes the blow. Um, a man's selfless, um, gentle. A lot of, a lot of men don't think that you can, like, you're not supposed to be gentle, uh, as a man, like you, yeah, no, you are, you're supposed to be gentle and very intimate with your wife. Like if you young men, if you are scared to tell women how you feel, like you need to work on that. Uh, uh, that's, that was one of the hardest things was, uh, opening up about some of the tougher situations and tough scars of my life with my fiance. Um, I turned into a real mean person after I did that, uh, for like two weeks. Just because I didn't know how weak I was um, when it came to being vulnerable, um, so a man's vulnerable. Um, yeah, those those I think that that describes a man. A man is born and dies with a penis. No, you don't have to die with a penis. <laughs> a man is born with a penis. Period. Now, if you're subsequently born with both genitalia, I don't know, man. You're both. That's what God wanted you to be born like, and He has a purpose for that in His in His in His in His plan. Uh, but a man does not get a penis attached. That is not how that works. <laughs> yeah.
Awesome. I'm gonna get canceled. Name <laughs> Steve Jobs. I had skin alteration surgery, <laughs> and now I live in my truck. Well, um, also, let's carry let's, let's carry the momentum because what is a woman? Um, a woman is a helper. Um, a woman is an image bearer of God. Um, a a woman is a child of uh, a daughter of God uh, if she repents and puts her trust in Jesus Christ. Um, a woman is the one who gets to experience the the beauty of of childbearing, uh, the gift of it. Um, a woman is gentle and graceful, um, supportive, helpful. Uh, a woman strong and courageous and and loving and tender. Um, a woman's the one that the man gets to go back and like like put your head on their shoulder and be like, I had a rough day. Like that's that's the woman and um, there's there's real pride in that. And and a woman has her own duties and a woman has her own. You know, a woman is she's the counterpart. She's she's the thing that makes humanity work. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't bumping. It wasn't bussing as, as we hoodlums in the, in the hood, like to say, uh, with just Adam, uh, God, God wanted more. God knew Adam needed more. Um, (laughs) it wasn't fit for him to be alone. So, uh, he made woman and, and she is deserving of equal amount of respect and, uh, equal amount of responsibility, um, in, in her respective areas. Um, and yeah, she is equally as valuable. So that, that, that is what a woman is. I would say that also has a vagina, um, born with one and, um, yeah, <laughs> sorry. I just, it's 2021. And if this like <laughs> the commies take over yeah. and they're like searching through, you know, like, or if someone sees this and they're like a Christian who's like grown up in like, like Portland, then I hope they like see this and they go, Oh wow. My church is wrong. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really hope so. <laughs> Thought I'd have time to throw that out there. Well, this might get you canceled. Um, okay. Should women be preaching? Uh, n- no. Cause, cause we, cause we both know women be preaching. Women be preaching. <laughs> Should They're they not be shopping that? no more. They're preaching. <laughs> um, to women. Sure. But that's it. Um, no, that that's not their gift. Um, there's no, there's no, there's no woman in the in the in the New Testament that preaches. There's a woman who, uh, there are women who, there are women who teach. There's even women who teach men uh, in the New Testament for sure. Uh, but they're nine times out of ten accompanied by another man. Yeah. Um, and if they're not, it was I think it was the girl who read the letter of Romans to the Romans. I can't remember her name. Those are Paul's words. So she's not teaching. She's more just reading, which is why I'm okay with women reading scripture. Um, I'm okay with women teaching women. I'm, I'm okay with I, not I, the Bible, sorry, not I, I'm only okay with it because the Bible's okay with it. Right. Um, and the Bible says it's okay. Um, uh, does that mean that, and, and it, and I don't know why people find that offensive. Um, preaching is not like this fun thing like like, think, like people think like preaching is like oh women don't get to preach dude women don't have to bear the responsibility of a flock like that that's right. like like right. that's not like it is such a gift 
but it is also such a like like god is entrusting you to his bride like i like who would want that smoke like who would want that like like that responsibility from god like yeah. all right here's my bride take care of it I, that's the god of the your view of god is either too small or or ignorant if you, that doesn't terrify you like <laughs> yeah. like truly bring you into like i i don't know what i would do for like my, my first like years of pastor if i was ever preaching i would be like i better not mess this up <laughs> like so um yeah. no women 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 ought not be elders or um or hold high-ranking positions in in the in the in the church um in the local church uh, just because according to what was it first timothy 2 12 yeah and then a plethora of others um it just it ought not be that way um and don't if if, if you get mad at that uh, pray about it and ask the lord i find a lot of the time if if there's things i'm uncomfortable with or I, i'm confused with if you just pray and ask the lord if you believe it first believe it first take it on faith okay i believe that the bible says this straight up like it says this god make it make it make sense in my heart Right. But people don't do that. They go, that's wrong. I don't like that. So I'm going to make it fit my agenda. And then I'm never going to be challenged by it ever again. And I'm going to get mad at anyone who like believes that instead of going, okay, the Bible says this, God, that makes me upset. Like that makes me mad that it says this, but I trust that this is your word. And it says it for a reason. I need you to change my heart. And right. if you could explain it to me, I would appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and you'll have a lot more success in, in, in dividing the, the word of God. So, yeah. Yeah. Like genuine humility and genuine discernment. Um, and yeah, I mean, letting the Holy spirit convict you and rejecting yeah. your, your flesh desires, your emotions, your earthly emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I think I find it funny that people get mad about like, uh, like women preachers and, 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 you know, you'll have Christians uh, who some might be Christians. Um, some, hopefully all of them are, they're just deceived, but you know, uh, ones who are okay with homosexuality or, or who believe it's not a sin that the Bible's wrong. Okay, dude, you're really picking the wrong thing. Like God straight up told Joseph or Joshua to just kill a bunch of people. Like you're cheat. like you're mad at the, women preaching thing like that seems like something more that you would have a struggle with or we just not reading the old testament yeah like yeah like that's what i'm saying like you a think lot of that's, people aren't yeah like you think that's the wrong one like that's the one to get upset about like god i know you're loving but like how how are we how is joseph killing women and children off your orders I mean, I know that you did, and I know there's a reason behind it, but I need you to make that make sense in my heart, um, and give me and give me instruction because I know you're good and I know you're not cruel. Um, but I guess people just they they whine a lot, and they're, they're, <laughs> I, I whine a lot about stupid stuff. Um, so, yeah. And I think it's a sign of the times, like um, just how many wolves in sheep clothing there are, yeah. and I think the women, it's like. How many wolves in sheep's clothing do you see like these just false teachers that are leading people astray? 
Um, and like you said, it's just bad, bad actors being shepherds of a flock. And the women are just wolves. <laughs> like they're not even bothering to put on the sheep clothing anymore. Are you talking about the big and people? pretend? You know, I'm yeah. most, maybe not all. You know, there's probably some that just genuinely feel like convicted and like yeah. they may. They're probably. I mean, they're wrong, right? Yeah. But they just genuinely the like their heart is in the right place, but they're just being led astray. And that yeah. I'm sure that happens, but I think for the most part, it's just ego. And it's people want attention and that's not just a woman problem there's a lot of male pastors doing the same thing you know they just I want think, attention they don't want the actual responsibility of guiding and leading and protecting their flock they yeah. just want to be on stage they want the clicks they want the cameras they want the eyes on them they want the attention the, the good feels you know yeah and i think that's most of the women pastors if not all i don't know but a good yeah. good majority i think is just that like desire for attention and um, false authority <laughs> without the responsibility involved. Oh, you're in Antioch. I can hear the sirens. Oh, yeah. Brantioch, baby. Brantioch, baby. <laughs> uh, he's out if there. I'm talking to my rich friends, I live in Br Brentwood. If I'm talking to my homies, I live in Antioch for the street cred. Um, I, I would... So, there's... I guess there's two kinds. There's, there's, the, false, there's the false teachers who... At their core, they're false. They're they're agents of Satan. Like they 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 are truly evil people. Like the like if you don't know, you need to read your Bible and go on YouTube and find out. Like if you don't know, you're not reading your Bible enough. That I mean that bottom line. If you don't know who the false teachers of today are, uh, you need to go home and read your Bible. And then after you're done reading your Bible in one night um <laughs> you, you, uh, uh go watch american gospel uh, as a great film and then um yeah but the true false false prophets false teachers um you know i don't know why jesus like why these people think like christianity is like I think all Christians should get together. We should change our name. Uh, like back to the followers of the way, yeah, like for real. Yeah. yeah. Like followers or like, like, um, like, yeah, something like Christ followers, something like that. Uh, just cause I mean, there's just, there are a lot of people out there. Like who would ever want Christianity as like your base, your base. Like the Bible is like this book that you're going to not read, but use as like, this thing as authority to like step on this ladder to make yourself bigger. Like all your followers have to do is crack open that book, which they won't unless the Lord calls them to it. They, they, they crack open the book and you're cooked because everything in there talks about yeah. suffering. And like, it's literally like a Christian life is not a glorious, glamorous life. Like it's a joy filled life. It should be, it should be a joy filled life. Like you should have so much joy as a Christian. Um, and and it should be, but it is not a glamorous life. It is it's a battle. Like you're yeah. you're a spiritual warrior. Like your your job is to get kicked in the teeth every single day and smile and say God bless you and die <laughs> for the people doing it. Yeah. Like that's your job. Like you're supposed to follow Jesus. And Jesus was literally like had a blindfold over his face and he was beaten. Like people don't want to think about that. Like spit on, hair pulled out, beard pulled out, punched in the face, smacked in the face bludgeoned whipped like your back ripped open like that like you're supposed to do that you're supposed to be ready to do that for other people 
Like, yeah. And so they're obviously those people are really false. And I don't, I don't like the people who, who use, sorry, I kind of got off on a tangent, but um, yeah, the, the false teachers that use Christianity as like their base to grow themselves. I don't like them. And yes, there are a lot, the women, um, one of two things. I do think you're right about a lot of them for sure. I think it, I think it is just this urge to want to be the center of attention, uh, but also to, to want to be equal, um, which they ignorantly don't know that they are like you are equal to men. Like, I don't know who told you you weren't just cause you couldn't preach. Doesn't mean you're not equal to a man. You just have different responsibilities. Like, right. Like, complimentary roles not yeah, like, roles, yeah it's like i'm not over here being like why can't i have a baby like bro, right yeah. like, <laughs> i'm not over here putting yeah. my neck on my nipple like I, I, so why um, can't i breastfeed uh, give me that baby i'm gonna do it <laughs> um i do think you know a lot of people would disagree with me about the nature of women um and their and their and their inherent flesh nature their their sin nature one of the curses to 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 desire to rule over men. Um, but the more I see the world progressing, the more I see that like women run the household, right? Like, and you know, there's a lot of like old school Christians who think woman, woman should take care of the house. No, no, a man should take care of the house and, and a woman should compliment and help him take care of the house. Um, uh, and, and I mean, Adam was, Adam was made to tend to the garden and yeah. Eve was, created to help him tend the garden that, that literally was like, adam's responsibility you know yeah so um yeah so i think i think women have that that sinful nature that their sin nature is to to and partly to to rule over men it's not just this need to want to be on the team it's this need to i have to i have to get there and you know i'm still working and praying through what i believe on that front um but it has been in my experiment and experience that that is borderline true. That is true so far, um, especially with the women. Now, I think a lot of these these people we think are false teachers are. I think they're just. I think a lot of them are bad teachers, other than the real obvious ones, like you know the ones that we see around us, Sean, you know, <laughs> the ones yeah. that we are around, and the ones that we're likely to go to in the South and see like these big mega churches all over the place. And like, it's just, they're not called. Like, I don't see, like, I, a lot of people think that, you know, as a pastor, if you have unruly kids that you're supposed to correct them and, and make sure that they aren't unruly. Right. And that they're not, that your household is in order and you maintain that. I think if the Lord hasn't blessed you with a, with kids that are naturally obedient, you're not called to be a pastor. Yeah. I think, right. I think a lot of people think like I have to force my kids to be good. Like pastors think that like I have to force my kids to be obedient. I think if your kids aren't obedient, God didn't call you. I think yeah. if, if he called you, your life would match and prove to be true by that standard. Like, are your kids still going to sing? Yes. But they're not going to be out there hooking up with women, smoking weed, like drinking all, all the time. God will call those who and prepare them. Like, he's not going to have you not match the description of an elder and then call you. No, your life is going to match the description of an elder and then he's going to call you. And yeah. then it will continue to match. And then 
and then you won't have to worry about fixing your family. So if you have anybody whose pastors are, whose kids are all jacked up, don't be legalistic when I say jacked up. Um, <laughs> if you have anybody whose kids, pastors' kids are jacked up, that, that dude's probably not called to be a pastor, um, but he is probably called to be involved in ministry. That doesn't right. mean you can't involve right. in ministry. Just if it says it in the Bible, you're supposed to do this, then if you don't have that, step down until you do, right? or step down and you never do. Or just find an alternate place to share the gospel. I don't, I don't feel like God called me to be a pastor or a preacher, but I feel like God called me to share my testimony and share insights that I learned along the way on a live stream on there YouTube. You, you know, there you go. there's nothing stopping people like that. Like what you're talking about, like someone who can't get his house in order doesn't mean he doesn't know the word or can't give some advice or some inspiration. But I do believe that's such a like a brilliant point because that person should not be the shepherd of the flock nope. of a community, you know, <laughs> put a mic in front of them, give them a YouTube channel, let them go. You know, that's yeah. great. And people can no. find them and unfollow them, subscribe, unsubscribe, whatever. That's yeah. great. But yeah, there's a different responsibility of being the head of a church or being like an elder or like a leader in the church. That's just such a different role that, yeah, it's like not you're scared saying. Of, people aren't scared of yeah. God anymore. They're, they're like, not scared. They don't have a fear, like a healthy fear. Like, yeah. like I think I have too much of one because I wake up in the middle of the night like, is he going to catch me slacking? Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> like, I'm cooked. Like, he's going to have his arms crossed in the air just that, when I'm raptured. That constant guilt of like, everything I did. <laughs> Yes, not, not even that, but like, everything I did. Like, like, I'm not, I'm, I don't pray, I don't talk to Jesus enough, I don't repent enough. Yeah. Like, I'm literally like, and then I have to remind myself, like, who I am in Christ, and, and, and in the middle of the night, in the middle of my panic attack of hearing Michael's horn. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That is a good, I, I really love that point. Um, and I forget where I heard it, but someone was saying that, and I've, I've, I've kind of repeated it a lot, is the, the best ministry opportunity you're going to have, like the greatest disciples that you will ever make in your life, especially as a man, but definitely as a woman too, is your children. Yeah. Right? So like, yeah. they're, you're, you're with them the most, they trust you the most. Like you have the most time to minister to them and make them disciples and then send them out into the world, right? That's going to be your most powerful chance to be a disciple maker is with your own children. Yeah. And if you can't do that, <laughs> you're not going to do that outside. You know, yeah. your buddy down the street is not going to be more inspired to live out the gospel because of what you're doing if your children aren't doing that, you know? Yeah. And I and, feel like we've abandoned that, like, especially like what you're saying, like how many times do preachers or pastors or whatever, yeah, they're great. They have a big church and, you know, you listen to their sermons and they're awesome. Um, and then their children just turn out to be a mess. It's like, where did they focus their energy? They focus their energy on the community and not where it should have started, which is their family. It yeah. should be their family and then community, right? Like there should be an order to where you're focusing your energy and time. Yeah, um, it's... It's, Piper is a good example of that, right? Yeah. Like I love Piper. I, you know, I disagree with him on a few His things. His son's a grown man, though. He he really wilded out after he got right. out of the house. But that's just and that's just like the. I think that's just a famous example. You know, everyone kind of knows their hometown pastor or preacher. You know, preacher's son is a stereotype for a reason. You know, but that's like the most prominent one where it's like, 
man, how much how much good has Piper done for people? You know? Yeah. But then look at that. Like what a failure in his own house, you know? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't call Piper like a failure. I you know Well I, in that regard. So that's what I'm saying, is it's like it's a difference. Like, yeah, like good job, Pat like awesome. You you helped so many people in your community and throughout the world, but you know <laughs> it's like you can't forget that like your your primary focus there there was some failure there you know yeah yeah i mean i think he did to the best of his ability raise his, his son to fear the lord and uh, i mean like whether you whether you believe in god's sovereign ele sovereign election or or free will uh i mean that son he, he rebelled like either yeah, he was yeah. either never called he was either never called to to have faith so far in Jesus Christ, or he rebelling. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you can't do, like, that's why God said stone the naughty children. Like, because like, <laughs> parents are going to have naughty kids. You can't, yeah. you can't control what your kids are going to do. Like, my mom, you know, probably thought she was a failure for, like, a really long time. Because um, I was just wilding. Um, right, yeah. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't look as Piper's, a failure i look as as his son as um lost you know like i can't i can't measure piper up to to the actions of his of his son because his son's his own person i know i've seen videos of his son in 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 church you know reading the gospel reading verses i've seen his, his son used to be involved in ministry and then you know i think maybe he had just been either deceived or or you know he's in a he's in a state of rebellion um but whatever i know the lord's gonna work it out to to the good of all those who love him and to god's glory so uh i i don't look at him as a failure but i do think like if you are not bussing your butt to disciple your kids like that's the new thing i've learned with my fiance is like i like i really had that i had that first thought like last week i was like Oh, this woman's my family. Like she's gonna be my like. This is like my first. Like this is my my real family. Like this is mine. Yeah. Like, like this is this woman's my like. I didn't go to my sister's wedding in Mexico because my fiance moved here, and I have to make sure she's adjusting here because it's my responsibility because she's my family. I can't leave because she wasn't invited to the wedding because we got engaged last minute. So like, I stayed because she's my responsibility. I mean, not fully, but I'm getting into that mindset of like wow that's that's my fan like that's yeah. my family that's such a cool thought so that's the your church her. yeah that's like my that's, I, your, I, that's I now your church you know yeah <laughs> yeah so it's a really cool thing god's really cool gives a lot of good gifts her and all the all the 10 to 12 babies that you guys are gonna make together <laughs> wow <laughs> we need christian babies <laughs> Um, ask Braxton and Emily, cause me and her want to travel first. So, um, <laughs> before God shuts this party down, uh, we want to see it before he rearranges everything, um, with asteroids and blood, um, and, and, and all sorts of, I just want to see like 150 bonds, grandchildren we would start <laughs> between a militia. the two of you, start a militia and I like start an entire a city of Christian bondses out there. Dude, preaching would, the gospel to the world that would be awesome if all my kids uh if all my kids became christian and i had like 15 kids like yeah. i'm not gonna put poor poor a tiny elena 
through that. Um, <laughs> tiny, bro. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna put her through having 15 kids. We're gonna do our best. We're gonna do our best to, you know, to honor God's first commandment, which is to be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. So, um, shout out to all those prudish Christians who think sex is uh, is is gross and should not be fun. Uh, it was literally <laughs> God's first commandment yeah. to human beings. <laughs> so. And yeah. practice makes perfect. You know, you have yeah. to practice before you can, uh, you know, for the yeah. for the game clock starts. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for opening tip off, you gotta. Yeah, the, the problem actually that we're running into is finding, because like I said, dude, we don't like. I I want to I want to be nice and settled, and I don't want to have kids here because I feel like I'll get stuck in Tennessee, and you know Nashville's turning lame. I mean, like it's turning it's turning blue like it really is and uh it's turning rainbow I, yeah i don't want to be like it's cool it would have been cool 20 years ago to like plant here i mean a little racist but whatever um i mean no big deal it's just a uh, little bit racist just a little bit <laughs> it's like a touch a little... <laughs> but yeah so sorry i was texting matt back um so I don't want to, the problem we're running into is like finding a non-abortifacia like birth control. Like, like obviously I don't, like, I'm not like, I don't, it's my wife, like, like my future wife. Like, I don't want to have that. Like, I don't want to have protection. Like, yeah, like, that's, <laughs> so, like we're yeah. trying, like, I don't think they make any like non-abortifacia, like mini abortion birth control um which i don't know if if it's wrong i would literally i'm literally gonna have to ask people like hey man is yeah. it wrong to like purposely not have kids like i because yeah. dude i don't want a million kids like i want like three or four i don't want to be struggling my whole life uh that's what hey, it's not about what you want it's about what <laughs> god needs of you <laughs> So true, God. I'm a humble servant. Okay. <laughs> um, you're right. Uh, but I think that was like that was like our big thing because uh, you know it would be that would I mean like it's just something we're struggling like not struggling with, but we're like trying to figure out like, hey, is this cool? Like, is this fine? Can we find? Does it even exist? Like, um, like these non-satanic forms of birth control, um, which so far there's like two and yeah so um yeah we're getting we're getting married pretty soon which is nice um i'm not trying to wait that sounds like <laughs> wait dude if you don't have self-control like you waiting is just like i have enough like the lord has shed enough self-control for me to like make it to to january like I, like i was like <laughs> Keep in mind, we got engaged two weeks ago. We got engaged two weeks ago. So I was like, yeah, we should get married in like two months. Because I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you and also other things. Yeah. Like, I'm taking Paul's words to heart. So, yeah. But it's a good, um, I, I have some kind of like, I guess, questions here. Controversial questions here. Okay. Um, I love one of them um, because we just kind of scratched on it is uh, is abortion murder? Yeah, it's murder. 
It's not even controversial. What do you mean? It's <laughs> you're murdering. You're, you're, was the baby alive? Is it a human baby? Is the, is it alive? If it's not a virus, if it's not an actual virus, then it's life. Um, uh, and the extinguish of any human life is murder, right? Like uh, you killing a plant, that's not human life, so it's not murder, but the plant was alive and now it's no longer alive. You killed the plant, right? But you didn't murder the plant because it's a plant. that You can't murder something that is, doesn't have a soul, spirit, consciousness, whatever. Uh, but a baby, no matter what stage of uh, <laughs> of whatever, it's murder. It's murder. Maybe a day after you conceived. <laughs> Plan B, ladies, if anyone's on here, you know, struggling with immorality and struggling with, you know, sexual desire, the plan B is murder. Yeah, it, it is an abortion. You're, you're giving you're giving abortions. So, um, yeah, Just, yes. <laughs> is Love por- you. is porn a sin? What? What kind of questions are these? <laughs> Bro, yes, and more yeah. than what you think is porn. The way a woman prostrates herself on Instagram could be porn. Yeah. Porn doesn't have to just be sex or or lewd photos. Porn could be a girl in a bathing suit. It really is context of photo. I've seen there was a girl who said she was a Christian, and you know she actually she actually reached out uh, while I was dating Elena. So I didn't get the chance to text her back, but she was talking about how like the video of Paul Washer I sent her. Like she, she got serious about her faith. And like, obviously I'm not responding to these because I'm not going to get baited. I don't know if Satan bait me and I don't disciple women because that's inappropriate. So I'm just going to like, if the Lord's got her, the Lord's got her. The Lord doesn't need me to disciple her because she's not the woman I've chose to marry. So like the seed um, has been planted. There's no need to uh, fertilize it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, she, she, she would dress when I first met her and I was talking to her, uh, she shared, she, she had an Instagram and it, she was just her bathing suit, but it was porn. I yeah. mean, it was porn. It's like, I felt so like, I was like, dude, Satan, you are just the craftiest just jerk in on the face of the planet. <laughs> like, so, yeah, yeah, ladies, whoever guys, like the way you prostrate yourself doesn't matter what clothes you are. It could be porn. So yeah, most Victoria's I mean, Secret, like anything is porn. Even words, even like erotic fiction. You know what I mean? Porn. Yeah. Porn. It's like, yeah, it's not an image, but you're putting the image in the mind. You know what yeah. I mean? You're leading the mind astray, even with like words or thoughts or smells or, you know, there's like, it doesn't have to just be the modern perception of what porn is, which is you go to blah, blah, blah.com. And that's, you know, yeah. yeah, it's yoga pants on TikTok. It's dirty novels. Yeah. It's TikTok yeah. is porn. It's child porn. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. Um, is, is drinking alcohol cool or not? It's not cool. Like if you want to do it, <laughs> like, <laughs> fifth grade, like, <laughs> but like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, is it cool, bro? <laughs> Um, but as a Christian, is like is drinking alcohol okay? Uh, yeah, no, it definitely is. I, I just read a part in Deuteronomy about how God, like, um, if you give, if you have nothing more to give, right? Um, I can't remember. It was, 
it was if you you're, you're giving your your tithe right like the jewish people were giving their tithes and let's say they had no more to give and so they started giving their money that once they got to their land that the lord would pay them back with whatever they want including they could they could have parties with strong drink he, he was saying enjoy yourself with strong drink strong drink is just wine and like strong wine it's like it's like no their wine they would mix with water and spices so it was like probably around like a like a light beer like a like low percentage beer right uh was how strong their wine was and like strong drink was just wine so he was like not saying he was encouraging getting drunk like don't get drunk paul like the new testament says do not get drunk on wine but be filled with spirit uh or yeah so um no don't get drunk but yeah you can drink and anyone who says otherwise needs to read the whole part of jesus turning water into wine and then the <laughs> wine skins because wine skins don't burst unless they're fermented so why would they burst if it wasn't fermented and it only could be fermented if it has alcohol in it <laughs> got the double guns there for the podcast listeners <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me to my next question, funny enough. Uh, should Christians own guns? Um, I mean, I, I do because they're cool and they shoot. <laughs> um, yeah. I wish there was like a way to like Bluetooth into someone's ear, like the gospel right before you pull the trigger. Um, that would be <laughs> nice. Like, like yeah. you break through your house and you blast like, you know, you know, repent and believe the gospel or like they're, a they're dipped in holy water yeah like so, um no you can you can't i mean that's the freedom in christ like you could do it you could really do what you want um like yeah you can you can own a gun um 100 and you don't have to if you don't want to right just like you don't have to drink if you don't want to drink yeah freedom love that do you do you believe in ghosts no they're demons yeah <laughs> they're, they're demons yeah they're that's not a ghost in your house that's a, an agent of satan that's a that's a fallen angel uh yeah. if you've seen a spirit it's a demon uh shield is closed or it's open uh to, but it's only taking uh uh inboxes like it's not like it's not sending anybody out of shield um so uh hell is hell is hell is inbound only there's nobody hanging around on the spirit plan. It's, it's appointed. Every man wants to die, and then the judgment. So, uh, no, there are no such thing as ghosts. Do you believe dinosaurs existed? Who? That one's good. I, don't, <laughs> I really don't. Um, I, they didn't. They didn't exist billions of years ago. I can tell you that. Um, yeah. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. Uh, Two part because my next question is how old is the earth? I don't know how old the Bible says it is, so it's not. Yeah, really <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm a. I used to be that believer. I mean, I wasn't a believer, but like back when I wasn't a Christian but thought I was, I did the whole 15 billion years because there's no such thing as a day. Da, 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 da. But now I'm like the Bible says day, so it's a day. Like I yeah. really do just like whatever the Bible says. That's what it is. So yeah. six thousand, seven thousand years old that's how old the earth is and i'm telling you the more you just accept the word of truth for what it says and then ask god humbly to confirm it in your heart you will find 
the answer, the true answer. It, it, it takes, and you will be okay with not knowing the entirety of the answer, but waiting patiently for the Lord to reveal it to you, should that be in this life or the next life. So uh, maybe dinosaurs existed, maybe. Um, they could have. I mean, there's no, there's nothing in me that is saying like yes or no. I know um, Job talks about Leviathan, um, so whatever. Um, <laughs> the earth is the earth. The earth is like six, seven thousand years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, globe Earth, flat Earth, or realm Earth? Realm Earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. just have too much time bro the earth, the earth is a globe job calls it a ball job calls it a ball the four corners is a metaphor okay the four corners of the earth is a metaphor right you have you have the the four winds you have the four corners of the earth you have the 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 four um whatever job called it a ball like literally the first book ever written job which was written before genesis right it was the first book ever written uh, um, historically said the earth is a ball like God called it a ball God when he was speaking to Job in a whirlwind he called it a ball uh, a sphere so isn't Job also the book where it says it was um, the earth is on foundations like a pillar I think also that um, you know Isaiah says it's just the earth is suspended in nothing um, it calls it calls the New Testament calls earth God's footstool you know, it's not, it's not shaped like a stool. So I don't know. I, I dude, it doesn't matter. Yeah. People are going to hell. Like right now, like, right, right now there's people going to hell. Yeah. 11 of them. Like, like every second. Yeah. It's terrible. So yeah, sure. It's whatever you want it is, as long as you believe Jesus made it. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, do you wash your apples? Um, uh, sometimes. I don't know. Am I not? Am I supposed to? <laughs> Did the government put some gay chemical on them? I think so. I think that I think they're turning the apples gay. <laughs> oh no! I'll have to, I'll have to tune into Alex Jones. I haven't tuned into him in a while and see if they're making the apples gay or not. <laughs> uh, that would explain a lot. If it, if it, if it, I've been getting. I'm getting real emotional lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, mix both. If I'm feeling lazy or not. Do you think straws have one hole or two holes? Ooh. They have three. Ooh. Top, bottom, and then the hole. It's the whole port. Right? Touche. We we're not we we're three dimensional beings, but we only see in two D, so we can't see depth, so we won't know that answer unless we turn into fourth dimension beings i think that that's what science would say <laughs> i don't i don't trust science uh yeah science, <laughs> science, science, you mean the bible i guess i already know this answer but uh i, I already know your answer to this but do you tick tock <laughs> no, not a you're not dance. You're not dancing on TikTok. No, no, never. Uh, do you trust China? Um, not as far as I can throw them. 
So pretty far, because they're kind of small. Sure. <laughs> you could probably throw them pretty far. Yeah. Chinese people, sure. Um, no, nah, they're 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 literally concentrating camp killing Muslims, um, uh, by like the millions. So no. Um, and how like Russia's cool with that because Russia like has that whole sector of like loyal Muslim like Russians, where like all those UFC fighters come out. I don't know, man. No, China's not nice. They're mean. They're mean people. <laughs> and the whole COVID thing was to get rid of the the Hong Kong riots. And we should be sending them guns, guns and ammunition, like all day, like literally every day. We should be trying to send them guns and ammo. Thank you. <laughs> Gun runner Trayvon's uh, <laughs> arms dealer Trayvon. Um, do you love all people? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't, then you need to really ask the Lord to help you with that. Um, all people. Uh, it's hard to, but yeah. No, I actually don't. That's the answer. Ooh. I should, but I don't. There are people who I, I, I hate. Um, and it should not be that way. But it's usually like, I haven't met them, but I know like if I met like, like it would be hard to meet like Jeffrey Epstein if he was still alive and, and love him. Right? It would he, be he might He might still and be I alive. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't put it past my flesh to harbor hate towards people. But I should. I should love all people. But um, like really vile people, um, I don't put it past myself to hate them. Uh, but I shouldn't, and it's sinful that I that I would. I haven't met anyone that I hate. I genuinely don't hate people. But uh, if I met like a serial rapist murderer who was talking about like bragging about. Uh, what he had done. Yeah, I don't know if I could control my flesh that well. I, it would take an act of God, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're getting to like the last few questions here. Um, All right. Do you have any questions for me? Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, let, let's think. Let me think. How are things going with your girl? Are you, is, is it still going well? Like when yeah. I left, uh, I wasn't dating anyone and now I'm back and I'm getting married in January. So um, <laughs> pretty slow, my guy. Yeah. Compared to a lot of uh, Christians our age, we are moving very slow. And according <laughs> to a lot of older people our age, we're moving very fast. So I don't know how that uh, works no, out. I thought if, if, I was, <laughs> if I wasn't in the situation I was, I would think I was crazy for getting married this fast. But that's the woman I'm supposed to marry. There's no doubt in my mind. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're working on stuff, and we'll probably be getting married next year. It's just okay. That's still just working stuff out, you know. There you go. Yeah. Hey, that's the foundation <laughs> still growing. You know, we want to we want to make sure everything is the growing phase is completed yeah. before engagement, so that okay. engagement can just be, you know, planning, wedding planning, yeah. plans, 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 and then you know. But you know, how long are you planning on getting engaged for? Or being engaged. I don't know. My girlfriend yeah. swears she can, like, plan and run a wedding in, like, a month or two. Oh. I highly doubt that. <laughs> doubt wild. face right here. <laughs> doubt face here. So she only wants to be engaged for, like, a couple months. But um, we'll see. Yeah. I want to get married, like, I mean, summertime. I mean, I don't, I don't really care. Literally, my thing is, like, let's just go down to the courthouse when we're ready and just get it over with. 
but you know she's a yeah. girl so she wants family and friends there and dresses and music you know the, the stupid stuff <laughs> you mean the, <laughs> all that stupid nonsense stuff. Love, like, <laughs> yeah. like a special day nonsense you know that girls do <laughs> that whole stupid yeah. thing that girls do you know yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, let's just sign the document and get on with our lives. I don't yeah. see what the big deal is here. Yeah, I think you actually, <laughs> I, think, I think biblically that to, in order to make those vows, uh, they ought be public, yeah. public vows with your friends and family there. Personally, um, I mean, there's no, there's no evidence to support my claims. That's just my thought, you know? Yeah. Well, I did my live stream, so I, I'm, this is live stream 74, so of course, uh, you know, five, six weeks ago was live stream 69, right? Okay. So I could not talk about it. So <laughs> live stream 69 was a whole talk about sex and purity and modern okay. dating and all that stuff. And I kind of covered, like, in that, you know, the idea of, like, marriage being, um, you know, an, an exchange of words, a profession, a profession of a commitment with words. Then an exchange of objects. So in modern times, it's rings. It used to be property, right? Um, and then finally, it was like consummation. So physical bonding, right? So there's your words, two people's words coming together and forming a contract, a vow, a covenant. Um, then two people's objects coming together, like their life, their property. And then finally, their flesh coming together. And Satan wants to make that reversed. So if you think about the reverse of that, that's our modern culture, and that's exactly what Satan wants. He wants our flesh. He wants to make, you know, make your make it like the inverse of what's good and pure before yeah. God. So Definitely. he wants you to like have sex, then exchange rings, you know, and then do the vows. Like he yeah. wants everything to be the opposite, you know. Yeah. And so then that's tough because like, are you trying to be real Christian and godly and do things by the book, or are you just doing what the culture says? Are you doing what your parents want and your peers want and what's expected of you? So I think that's a real tough thing for Christians in like the modern day of weddings is like fulfilling yeah. and honoring those proper roles. That's the, that was the weirdest thing. Like trying to explain to all my old, like my Marine friends and stuff. Like they hear, they're like, oh, you haven't like had sex in like a year and a half. I think it's been since I've been saved, like a little over a year. And I was like, yeah, dude, the day I got saved, like I have never, like I've not touched a woman. Um, and they're always like, or like got drunk or any of those sins. And they're just like, they always, they're like, man, that blows. I'm like, I don't think you understand. I, I wish it wasn't hard for me to not want to do this. Like, I wish it wasn't, I wish my flesh would just shut up. Like, you don't <laughs> understand. Like, I want to be poor. Like, I, I don't want to want to sin. Um, and so that's the that's the mentality that you gain as like a Christian. And if you don't have that, not with sex, obviously you can have heart in your heart, which you should, and you should be scared if you're having uh, premarital sex and you're not feeling convicted. You get be scared. Uh, yeah, you should work out your faith with fear and trembling. Um, uh, you should you should be very concerned, not scared, but you should be concerned. Um, yeah, you. It should be like a man. I hate that I want to do this. Like I hate that I want to, like, have sex before I'm married. Like it, it really is. Like just be honest, air it out. I like, dude. I want to have sex with my fiance, like straight up. But I want to honor God first and more. Period. Period. 
I want to honor God more, so I'm going to wait. That's just the way it is. And um, it sucks when yeah. Satan tells people that it's the other way around. And really, you just have all these attachments to people that um, you ought not have attachments. And you have shared experiences with people that you shouldn't have those shared experiences with. For life. Forever. You are bonded to that person forever. Uh, sex is a, is a spiritual bond. You are literally spiritually bonded to that person forever. Uh, yeah. God says, what, what God has joined together, let no man separate. So once you have sex with someone, you are bonded with that person for, for life. Um, yeah. So please stop doing it. Um, and if you're <laughs> doing it with someone that you are dating, uh, you need to stop and consider if that, that person is, you know, someone you should marry or not. Uh, and if they're not, get out of that relationship or continue to work and see if they can become that. But usually, from my experience, you kind of know within like like the first day, like the first time they open their mouth, like, oh, this is my wife. Uh, that's how it was with Elena. Um, so, yeah, stop and assess. And then if you're engaged and you're having sex, just get married and stop sitting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, the, yeah, the, it's so crucial to not have the physical component before you have, like, the spiritual and emotional components, like, yeah. solidified and secured, you know? Yeah. It's so, it's so, like, it's so, when you let sin into any relationship that you have, whether that's, like, with your, with your boys or, like, with a girl or your significant other, it, it is going to make it seem like it's something fun, but it just kills it sin is death so yeah. your, your flesh is gonna be telling you like oh this is nice like you guys love each other and like it's all gonna be good um and then once you sin like the relationship's gonna feel off like it's a consequence like you there's death yeah. there's death in in sin and so um just don't listen to satan like don't listen to your flesh uh listen to what god says <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah just don't trust yourself. Like, don't trust yourself <laughs> in the world. Just trust the word of God. So, yeah. I love that. My, my girlfriend's in the live chat right now. She says six months or less. I don't know if that's in reference to the engagement length or when we're getting married, but okay. her opinion is six months or less. Six months or less, yeah. yeah. The engagement, um, it gets way harder once you're engaged, bro. I'm telling yeah. you straight up. Like, you're at the finish line and Satan's making his final push. Like, he really is volleying the last attacks. Like, I got to get this dude to drop the ball. Like, you're like it. So just be ready for that. Um, and and keep a keep a healthy, healthy distance and good, good um, accountability. You'll be fine. Yeah. The way I see Christian marriage, and so we're, we're going to disagree on this, I'm sure. Um, because the way things are playing out with you, but I view like like marriage at least today. Because biblically, marriage was a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. have the betrothal not phase not and all. That. <laughs> We're not exchanging <laughs> cattle for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our arranged marriages. You know, um, <laughs> you know, our brothers aren't taking our wives if we die, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, that's, it's a very different. That's but weird. My opinion weird. of it is the like the day you marry your future forever woman, which like you said, I, I do believe it's just truly forever mm -hmm. uh, until death do you part. Yeah. Um, I think the day you finalize it, the day you exchange vows, you exchange rings, you kiss, you consummate. I think from that day, you should be absolutely ready to have children 
nine months from now. Really? I think, and so I think that like, but see, I understand your argument too, because like Paul does say- Commies like, are gonna come take my kids' penises, dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> I understand the argument that like you, like like I've heard you say, and I know like, it's like, if, it, if you're being tempted and it's overwhelming, just get married, right? Yeah. So that you yeah. don't get tempted. But I just find, I just feel like if you know that this person is your forever and you're going to be committed forever, I don't see why you shouldn't just wait an extra year or two until you're also now ready to start a family. Because I think the marriage should be the start of a family. Like you were saying earlier, the start of a new church, the start of a new family that you and that person are creating. In that instant, you're, you know, the rings are exchanged, the vows are exchanged, the kiss happens, the consummation happens. From that point on, you now have a new family and you need to be fully ready and prepared for that. Hmm. Um, so with me and my girlfriend, like, I'm pretty sure she's that one, you know, like, I think she knows that too, but it's like, are we both ready? You know? Yeah. So that's this whole thing is it's, you know, are we ready? Are we going to be ready six months from now? Maybe she says yes. <laughs> or mm -hmm. does, is it going to take another year? Maybe. Yeah. You know, like it really should just be between you guys and God and what really, I mean, really, truly understand what you are and what your future together is going to be. Um, but then I also understand your argument, too, which is backed by the Bible. <laughs> so I can like say my opinion and whatever, but, no. you know. Hey, uh, honestly, I like, you know, like God's the one who makes babies. Like I just, yeah, I just yeah. do manual work. Like that, that's that's what humans do. <laughs> do the manual work. God's the one who creates them. So, uh, if, if if my fiance, when we get married, if she gets pregnant out the gate, then we, I mean, that's what the Lord wants. And yeah. if she doesn't, she doesn't. Um, so uh, we're we're, you know, yeah, we, that's, we, you know God's, I, I want like ten or twelve. My girlfriend ooh. wants like six, ish, eight ish. But the reality is like, we're going to have as many as God needs us to have or yeah. as little or none, you know, if God, yeah. like for whatever reason makes one and of us start adopting the ones stuck in the system. Right. Okay. I mean, right. It's like, then, our, then that's obvious. God wants us to do something else, you know? Yeah. So I just think that should be the reality of like, you should be willing to like, if God wants you to have 15 kids, like you should not be saying no, you know, like, what do you have? Regardless of what you want in your life. But if, you know, if I want a lot of kids, like I'm all about being fruitful and multiplying, but, um, you know, what happens if that's not possible? Yeah. Is, my, is my life destroyed or do I just continue going like, thank you, God, and I'll do whatever you need me to do instead of what I want, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Get married and find out like that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I got to get baptized first, man. You got to baptize me first, so. Yeah, I, I got you. I got you, sure, man. Awesome. Uh, well, before my final, final last question for you, um, do you have like any like plugs or shout outs you want to give? Uh, I want to shout out Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> you and put your trust in him. And, um, you know, just, yeah, that that's it. Repent and put your trust in Jesus Christ. Um, my other plug. Yes, oh, um, uh, what's Braxton's YouTube channel? Glory to God Basketball on YouTube. If you like basketball training, uh, Glory to God Basketball on YouTube. Uh, I want to plug that. Um, and then, you know, 
John Calvin. Want to plug him? <laughs> um, Shout out. I want to plug. I want to plug John Piper. I want to plug um, Paul Washer. I want to plug. Um, here's one you're not ready for. I want to plug uh, Leonard Ravenhill. Yeah, Armenian. Threw him in there. Great. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I just want to plug your local God-fearing, non-emotional church. One that uh, sings songs that are actually about Jesus Christ and not about your experience. Um, that worship Jesus and not yourself. So that's 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 all I want to plug. Um, yeah. <laughs> based yeah. <laughs> thank you <laughs> awesome my final question is always did you have a fun time tonight oh i had a great time <laughs> uh, yes this is interesting um you know i yeah i like talking about jesus and i'm glad people got to see that um you know i don't have it all together uh i don't say things that i ought say i don't yes. Talk yes. With, i don't talk with candor or elegant of speech and you know sometimes there's stuff i still need to be sanctified on um but that doesn't mean i don't have this knowledge of what's right uh and zeal for god that he's given me and and so you know if you're if you're looking at christians as like oh i could never be one of those dude like I suck at being a Christian. Like I'm so bad at it. Like I'm terrible, dude. I still like I still, you know, I still get mad. I still cuss sometimes. I still I still, you know, think stupid and blasphemous things and and I think things are funny that I shouldn't, but I just got to get on that horse every day and go, that's wrong and I got to stop and yeah. wait for the Lord to sanctify me and um I hope that's encouraging, um, and and I hope people learned um, that you know Jesus is Jesus is your only hope. He's your only hope. So, yeah, it was awesome, man. I had a good time. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs>